Hey, 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 Brandon Belito here. You're living your best life. It is Friday, March 18th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on the West Coast. And it's all about success never sleeps, where we as a collective, as a community, a collaboration of small business owners, martial arts school owners, we chop it up and try to figure out this thing called life through disruption, innovative methods. You know, I say it all the time. I don't want to fix the martial arts industry. I don't want to change the martial arts industry. I want to build something new, this utopia, this utopia of critical thinkers, of thought leaders who are out there doing it their way, but using some tried and true practices, also as well as innovating. You know, I love technology because technology lives from that mindset that we're always innovating. We know technology changes every, you know, in real time now. It used to be, well, you can see something new in six months, something new, but now it's real time. It's almost on a real time basis, technology is changing and growing. Now, sometimes people shun on that, right? They look and go, uh, no. Technology is not the foundation of your business, but it should augment your business. It should contribute to your business, which allows you to serve better. Thus, some of my great sponsors, I'm gonna start by plugging them because that's always a good day when I can do that. So I wanna begin by saying, uh, big, 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 ready, set, there you go. My studio, they just created a partnership with USA Judo, over 300, 300 uh, gyms out there that teach judo, uh, judo schools, I should say correctly, and great, you know, my studio, uh, innovation at its best, but they also, they're martial arts school owners and they care. So great kudos and congratulations to Tu and Lynette, everybody over there at my studio for that new partnership with USA Judo, just powerful. Kids love life skills, growing every day. I was working with a school owner and I said, you need a character development system. Now, whether it's kid love life skills or somebody else, I highly recommend every one of you have a kids love life skills system in place. Or oh, did I say that? Character development, you know why? Because nobody's gonna walk up to a soccer coach and say, teach my kid focus and discipline. They will come to your school and they will demand it. And if you don't have that going on at a high, high level, then I believe we're gonna be looked at as an extracurricular activity. You wanna be that investment for a family, for their child's future, position yourself in your community as a life skills educator. Cool? Make sure you make that happen. Elsie Accounting, my sister, you know, she's been having a lot of soul search. We've been talking a lot about that. Marco says, my volume is really low. Let me check that for you, good sir. Let me see. One, two, three. I'm Sandra D. Did somebody mess with my volume? One, two, three. Sandra D. One, two, three. One, two, three. In the world of your imagination, come with me and you'll be what you truly want to be. How's that, Marco? Is that a little better for you there, sir? In the world of your imagination. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Good. That seems better. Cool. Thank you, sir. And then so, you know, in relationship to my sister Letitia, and just the soul searching, you know, what do we want to do in this world? Who do we want to be? I, I, I mean... We, we, we've had this discussion many times, her and I. Sorry about that. I just want to make sure this mic is rocking. And, and I think it's important to know that. 
You know, she should work with the client she wants to work with, and we should hang out with people we want to hang out with. And so be mindful. Those of you currently using LC Accounting, you better step up your game because relationships, you got to meet people halfway. Stephen Reinstein and Market Muscles just named, I think, the 53rd or 54th up-and-coming business. Their growth is like 187% uh, out in his side of the country. That's powerful. If you don't have a Market Muscles website, you need a Market Muscles website. I'm telling you that now. If you don't have one, please get one and get one now. Cool? Cool, cool, cool. All right, who else do I got to plug here? Hmm. Lots of cool things coming up. I've got my event coming up in August, 13th through August uh, 16th. It's Time Live Believe, and that's a four-day retreat. It is much as learning about how to write systems, processes, leadership, staff building, curriculum development, branding, social media, setting your business up for financial success. But even more so, it's about personal development, right? That personal development we all need to truly be successful. I posted that one controversial video, which has gotten lots of views and feedback. How does this apply to you? You know, and are you broken? Most martial artists came into the martial arts because they were shy, they were bullied, they lacked confidence, and it's some deep traumatic issue as a child that caused that. Well, guess what? Learning how to write a system is not going to fix that. Six zeros at the end of your bank account is not going to fix that. So I'm very passionate about delving deep into your personal development to create the mindset of success, which will help facilitate all the rest of it. I want to enjoy my success, and I can only do that from a point of balance, gratitude, uh, making sure that I'm achieving the types of goals that are in line with my personal core values and purpose. So I do believe... It's Time Live Believe is the event that you as that school owner that really, really want to take your personal life and your business to the next level should be a part of. Scan that QR code and make sure that you take a look at that. Cool, cool, cool. Make sure our disruptor group, right? It's growing every day. And the disruptor group really is a group of critical thinkers, thought leaders that understand I open a business because I want to do it my way. But make no mistake, I take all the information into account. I run it through my filters, my vision for my business, and I choose what works. And if, if I cannot reinvent the wheel, which I don't want to do, and create something new, the disruptors will offer you that. So tell a friend, every martial arts should be part of the disruptors, not people that just want to fall in line like sheep being led to slaughter, who simply want to copy and bite everybody else's stuff because they're too damn lazy to figure it out for themselves or to spend the money on a qualified mentor to be able to move that needle for you. I was just talking to Jason Smith. Jason Smith, go ahead and put it in the comments there, sir. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about his growth and what's going on for him. Everybody take a look at that. Jason put it in there, and since becoming part of Wisdom and working together, he's made a lot of changes in his personal self as well as his business, which is why I believe he's happier, he's more balanced, and he's on the path to achieving his version of success. Cool, cool, cool. So what is today all about? What is today all about? Today is all about birthday parties. Okay, all about birthday parties. And I know things are opening back up for everybody. So people are looking at birthday parties, right? Parents' night outs. All these in-house events that help us do what? Put it in the comments. Why do we do birthday parties? What are the purpose of offering birthday parties in your martial arts business? Go. I want to play that Vanna White song from Wheel of Fortune. Dun, 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 dun. 
Give it to me now, folks. Go ahead and... and, and Why do we do birthday parties? What is the reason for that? Anybody? What is the purpose of the birthday parties and why do we do them? Put it in the comments. Well, the obvious is the obvious, and I guess that's what I'm looking for first, so I'll take the lead on this. We do birthday parties as a way to get new students, right? Potential new students. So I was just talking to Lorenzo Sandoval of Ageless Martial Arts, and he goes, I got tons of birthday parties booked. And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to throw a wrench in there for a minute, sir. He goes, oh, what do you mean? I want to throw a wrench into your system for a minute. I said, well, guess what? Because of the pandemic, we still do not do birthday parties, and we are still not doing parents' night outs, and we are having our best quarter ever in business pre-pandemic. Even pre-pandemic, we've never had three months like this um, in all our years of business. So he said, well, you're the birthday guy. You're the one about the community events, et cetera. So I said, yeah, but I just, for a minute, let's just talk about data. This is hard data, and the data is going to tell me right now that we don't need to do birthday parties to get new students. We don't need to do parents' night outs to get new students. Hmm. Something to think about? Well, just write it down. I want you to write that down, and for a moment, think about that. Cool? Yeah, I see a lot of people sitting up there. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Make sure you share this with everybody, folks, and that you're sharing this event with as many people as you can. So... Then, as I began to look at that, because what happened was I had gone to a martial arts school here locally. My son was invited to a kid's birthday party. And when we walked through the door, of course, we had to fill out a waiver and all that good stuff. And then a guy was walking around with a clipboard going from parent to parent to parent to parent asking them, have you ever thought about taking martial arts and trying to capture our information right there, right? Because he already had it on the waiver, but I understand he's trying to, you know, you got this captive audience and you're making dialogue with them and your goal is to engage them. So I get all that. I get that. I get that. I get that. So as, as, as we were there, then I watched as he did the birthday party, everything was about selling the benefits of martial arts. Benefits, benefits, benefits. Then he'd launch into today. If you sign up today, we'll knock off $100 off the enrollment. If you sign up today, you know, you're going to get a bag of potato chips. And that went on for a while. And, and I felt a huge disconnect because I didn't believe it was really centered around the birthday party and creating the birthday experience, that memorable experience. It really was a sales fest. It was kind of the bait and switch thing. Now, if you're giving me a free birthday party and I'm a student in your school, I guess I really don't care. If you want to do that, I'm going, hey, what do I expect for free? So I saw that too. So there wasn't a lot of pushback from the client because I get it. It's free, right? It's a free birthday party. So if you want to sit there and sell, I get it. That's why it's a free birthday party. That's why it's offered to everybody. We have a limited number of days and time slots. And so get your free birthday party. I get all that. But then after that, I said to myself, when we left, what happened after that was the very next day they called us. 
The day after that, we got a uh, postcard in the mail. The day after that, I'd already been, you know, flooded with several emails from that night that we left the birthday party until about that Wednesday because it was a weekend birthday party. And and so that's, it really made me rethink that because it turned me off. I had no desire. I was never going to go to that school anyways because I own a school. But it really made me think, why should we do birthday parties? What is the purpose of birthday parties? Now, because I have two children, now they're, they're 13 and 10. But at the time, I was making my rounds of every birthday party in the world, right? It just organically that happened because I have kids and they know a lot of other kids. And so within about a 10-mile radius, we went to the bouncy house place. We went to the pottery place. We went to the trampoline place. We went to the indoor play structure place. And so I got a chance to go to all these different venues. And of course, I had my little black journal book and I'm taking notes. What I felt was the best of the birthday party and what was not so good. And I would also look at the reviews and which birthday venues are booked six months in advance and why. And I saw, okay, we can't do the bouncy house. We can't do this. But what can we do? And I think that's a big part of my success. I don't focus on what I can't do. I focus on what I can do. And that's been imperative to my well-being as well as my success. So we looked at, okay, we can't do the bouncy house. We don't have the trampolines. I don't have the rat with the animated thing, right? I don't have any of those things. But what can we do? Number one, we can focus on doing one birthday party which when we open back up for birthday parties, it'll only be one a day. Okay, write that down. Do one birthday party a day. Because we have the setup, the teardown, the in-between. We found that there wasn't that, that, that Disney experience when they were packing up because we're rushing people out. You know, we want to be mindful they don't sit there for an hour past what they've paid for, but you don't want to rush people out. So one birthday party. Two, we could serve at a much higher level. Most of the party venues don't allow you to bring your own food. You have to use the third-party vendor because they're a middleman who's making money off of that. So I felt that a huge turnoff. We have a very rich Asian community here. And to be honest with you, they don't want freaking pizza. They want to bring their own food, right? So we said we're going to offer that service as well. People can bring their own food if they want. But we'll still supply three large cheese pizzas, right, for the kids with juice boxes. So that was a given. Then what else can we do? Well, here was the example. We're at this play structure place, and it's all high school kids predominantly. And then we all get moved into this room, right, kind of herded in. And we're all standing there, and there was like a 20-minute gap where we stood there and did nothing, right? Everyone's milling around. And what happened was this high school kid uh, didn't know really how to serve the pizzas, you could tell nobody had trained them. There was no system. So the moms all hopped in and started serving pizza. Now, great save, bad experience. So I saw that. Okay, great. The level of service didn't work well. You walk into our birthday parties, right? We time it with the local pizza guy where those pizzas get here hot, hot. We time it. So we're wrapping up the last game. My team is back here doling up pizza hot pizza, putting it on the plate and putting it in all the places where the kids sit. So when these kids walk through this door coming into the party room, that pizza's hot, on the table, good to go. So see, there was an example of creating that memorable experience which Jason put in the comments that I'm so passionate about. And I think it's just really about paying attention, right? Yep, to get new students the most common thought process. Cool. 
I see a lot more people coming aboard, man. Say hello. Put your name in, in the chat there so that I can go, hey, and give you a plug. So that was one of the experiences. Another one was I remember walking into the venue, and there was like three or four rooms. So that was a huge miss. We didn't know where we were going. Right, we kind of walked in. This young person was either staring in their phone at the front desk or I'm not sure what they were quite doing. So what do we do? You walk up to our front door, we greet you at the front door. And that experience begins when the uh, birthday celebrant arrives with his parents. They come in. This room is fully decorated. I'll show you that really quick. Here's an example. And you don't get this anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. Right? So when you come into our facility, we're, we're there. We're ready to greet them, and, and we help them unload their car. They bring in, but this is what they walk into. Take a look at that. This is what they walk into. You will not get that at the bouncy house, the trampoline, or anywhere. So we found that was a big premium service. When you can take this off the mom's plate, and they walk into this, the potential of that. I mean, already, there's nobody here, and this kid is going, wow, wow, and they're freaking out. And we unload the car for them as well as at the end we pack up and we help them load their car back up at the end. We found those were two big things. We would get there and do you have a card? Da da da. And there was no help whatsoever. We'd walk into the room and it was just this empty shell of a room with maybe some half-baked happy birthday sign. And they tell you, you can't bring your own decorations. Now I get that. I'm going to tell you why. Because they're trying to turn over the room for another birthday party. And this is a pretty elaborate decoration setup, correct? So what happens is they, they can't break this room down in enough time to set up for the next birthday party. So the room you walk into is a bunch of folding chairs. It's funky. These weren't kid height tables. So these kids are sitting like this with, a, with the top of the table like this at their chin. They're folding chairs. It's cold. It's funky. Just no life. There wasn't even music in the room. And so those things we've corrected. Imagine walking into this space. And this is before you guests ever arrive. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Greet you at the front door, help you unload the car. You come back into the party room, and this is what they witness. And we don't decorate the whole school, and that's intentional. We want to create this part of the ride. Think of it as, as a ride. You know, and, and I saw Bill Cappadoglia from Disney. He was on some type of podcast. And I remember one thing I read in the Disney way is a thing called storyboarding, right? Walt Disney was big on storyboarding, storyboarding when he did one of his movies. So if you could storyboard out this birthday experience you're trying to create, what would that look like? Okay? Walk up to the front door. Hi, how you doing, Johnny? Your fifth birthday. Come on in. Mom, you guys need help with the car? Ba, 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 ba. Walk them back. Don't tell them the room's back there. Walk them back there. Right? Walk them to the back. Ah, look at my dad. It's so wonderful. I mean, it's my birthday. Right? And they come into that. They come into that. Cool? So that's why we really sat about gathering the best of every birthday experience out there, you know, taking my kids just by default and really collecting what can we do better, right? What can we do better? And that was one of the huge things. I mean, just that little pizza experience is phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Another example is we physically cut the cake for you. So when it's time to cut the cake, we get everybody back here again and, and we physically First thing we do is get the parents and kids behind the cake, and we take a picture. We have lighters and extra candles because moms always forget candles. I remember that one time. We're at one of these places, and we go, oh, man, we forgot the candle. We go to the, the, the people there. Do you guys have candles? And they looked at me like I, I was asking to pull their teeth. 
They didn't have candles. Of course they didn't, right? They didn't. And they didn't even have a lighter. It was really lame. And I said, I want to make sure we don't miss that. So we have like maybe a dozen lighters because I never want to miss that. We have tons of candles because those are two things that happen that I think are huge misses. And write that down. Huge misses in that whole experience. So we take the picture, right, with the whole family. And then we turn off the lights. And we count off happy birthday and we sing it loud. And once it's done and the birthday, you know, we've sang happy birthday. Everyone sits back down. We cut the cake. And even that is a system. We, we have the gloves, the food service gloves. We have cake cutters. We have knives. We have extra plates. We have everything. Everything. Because that could be a huge miss, right? That's a huge miss. We can physically cut up a cake for about 60 people in under three, four minutes. I kid you not. You know, I even watched an episode of, of Cake Something where they had, because sometimes, you know, you ever get the tall cake that's round and you're looking at this thing going, how the hell do I cut this thing up? Well, I'm going to tell you. First thing you do with a big round cake is you cut out the middle like a bullseye, right? That's the first thing you do. Then you slice the cake halfway down through the middle because it's too tall. Then you cut like this. So you get perfect pieces all the way around. And the middle can be extra later on. So you get the first layer and the second. I learned that from watching a show. But what it was, was there I was standing there looking at this cake going, how in the heck am I going to cut this thing right? Right? And if someone has a special request, can I have a super little piece? Absolutely. Don't get all bent out of shape going, man, just take the darn cake. Right? I'm trying to get it dished out. So that's another example, okay? So I really want you to think about when you design processes for your, um, for this birthday experience, where are the different magic moments that you have, right? Where are the different magic moments? And for people coming aboard, I wanted to flash this slide black up because I see a lot of people coming aboard. The yin to the yen of this whole uh, success never sleeps today is that simple fact. The simple fact that we don't do birthday parties right now or parents' night outs because of the pandemic. Guess what? We're having our best quarter ever. And somebody had posted that. I think it was Greg Horton said, you know, parents don't pay you premium dollar because you do a free parents night out or you offer free birthday parties. So for your existing client base, it's added value, but it doesn't make or break the deal. It simply does not make or break the deal. And I've learned that. I have new data to tell people otherwise. So if we're going to offer birthday parties again, it's a premium service. And right now, our price point when we offer birthday parties is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to $800 an hour. I kid you not. Because when we did the, we did the math, on an average birthday party as a business, we were netting about 100 bucks. That's it. Now, okay, great, well, fine. We're trying to get new students, et cetera, and make Make no mistake, we had somebody sign up recently who had came to a birthday party a couple years ago. We had someone who have several kids in our after-school program all came to us through birthday parties. So, yes, that birthday party can be a springboard, but I would never, never, ever, never use that birthday party as a way to sell martial arts classes. It's two different paths. And the presentation and execution is totally different for each one, Right? So you want to be mindful. And the minute I took this off the table, the minute I took this off the table of, of doing a birthday party that's simply to sell martial arts classes and get trials and signups, it opened the floodgates to creating this amazing Disney experience, I'm going to say, that really made a huge, huge difference. Cool? All right. So in the neighborhood of seven, $800. That's it.
So for a minute, I just I just want to check over. If you have any questions, go ahead and put them in there, folks. I love your questions. I welcome your questions. They're good stuff, and and I welcome it. Good. Okay. So as I'm sharing about my strategy, which which I kind of went into early, but it's really the whole foundation of why we're so su successful with birthday parties is I did. And I'd encourage you to do the same for people just coming aboard. Go to every birthday facility in your community, especially the ones that are booked six months in advance. And they're out there. Book six months in advance. And you want to know why. I want to know why. Is it's because you're the only alternative? Is that why? Right? And some of it, I, I would be led to believe that. I'm going in, it's a bunch of high school kids. They could give a rat's ass whether we're here or not. Right? I guess we're really renting it because they have trampolines. Okay. I get that. I guess we're really renting it because they have this play structure. And I think that's where the huge miss is. Many of these ven these venues figure you're renting us because, you know, we have video games and a rat. Okay, great. Right? And, and we'll, we'll, we won't worry about the service. But imagine if you can combine an experience like a bouncy house place with this amazing service, right? Where you look for those aha moments, where you look for those magic moments to facilitate. What would that look like? Hmm? Could be pretty amazing, right? Could be pretty amazing. So that's another experience that we do. Another one of our strategies in our birthday parties that has been phenomenal for us, and we only get kicked back once in a great while, right? And that's when we feature family time. We do this whole 15-minute segment where the parents kick off their shoes, join the kids on the floor, and they do everything from the sled pulling we use with the big pads uh, to dodgeball to just a bunch of fun family games. And where do you ever get quality family time like that? I'm going to tell you why, how this happened. You know, I, I was at a birthday party with my kids, and I'm doing this. Sitting on my cell phone, texting away. I look up. And I see, you know, I scan the birthday party. Okay, great, kids are playing. And then I did this. Every parent was sitting on their cell phone simply texting. Now, people would say, well, it doesn't matter. It's a kid's party, right? No, I looked at that as one of those misses. What a great opportunity. What would that be like if just for 20 minutes, not the whole darn party, but just for a small time, I could go out on that mat and have quality time with my child? Now, for those of you that are uh, excellent kids clients through Kids Love Life Skills that use our excellent kids pre-K, three to five-year-old five program, this is a great opportunity for them to experience the value and benefits of what that class offers. Because everyone who uses Excellent Kids, it's a full parent participation class. Think about that, right? And, and so it's not a hard sell. It's just part of this amazing experience. And people will always walk up after, I didn't expect that. Wow, I'm having so much fun. That was really cool. That doesn't happen anywhere I go, yada, yada, yada. Yes. And then as they walk out of your facility, they see this brochure for Excellent Kids. Because we don't physically force it. We don't walk around and pass out this brochure. We don't do any of that. I think it's a big kill. It's a buzz kill. It's a killjoy for this birthday party when you launch into, hey, if you really like the birthday party, if you sign up today, it just kills it. For me, the birthday experience as a parent should be to highlight and spotlight my kid, make them the star of the show. I want my kid to be freaking happy. That's why I'm spending all this money. I don't spend all this money for you to sit there and sell your martial arts classes. You feel me? But I get it. If you're doing free birthday parties, the parent's going to turn a blind eye and it's no big deal. 
No big deal. It's no big deal. So that 20 minutes of quality family time is awesome. Now, the yin to the yang. When they get up around seven or eight, nine, we don't do it. It simply does not happen, right? When they're older like that, they're, it's a little colder. And we've physically had parents say, hey, I was at a birthday party with my younger child, and but for this party for my older child, I don't want to do any family time. Cool, because we aim to serve, right? We aim to serve. But it says it in what we offer in that service is quality family time. We give a brief explanation, and we've had a few people say, we don't want it. And if that's the case, rock and roll, man. We're here to serve you. But otherwise, it's been one of the most unique experiences. Again, what can we do better that nobody else does? And that was one of the things. To do really well? No, 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 no. To do really, really well. So that quality family time is monumental, monumental for what we do. Another big strategy, which is the huge disconnect in these big trampoline places and all that, is we can sit on a microphone. So we're constantly calling the birthday celebrant's name. We're constantly using the birthday celebrant to demonstrate a drill or a game we're going to do. Whereas if you're in a big bouncy house place, that, that kid's not highlighted and spotlighted at all. There was actually one birthday party we went to where my kids did not even interact with the birthday celebrant at all. They were running around this play structure place. They ran around, ran, 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 ran. And then we all got, you know, shuffled into a room, herded into this room. We ate pizza, got a goodie bag, and we left. And I said to my kids, did you ever wish someone so a happy birthday? No. Did you ever talk to them? No. So I went, wow, that's a huge disconnect, right? That's a huge disconnect. So then I sat about going, okay, throughout this birthday party when I wrote it out, and by the way, post it in there, Marco. I have a great e-learning product on birthday parties. I think it's in there somewhere. Maybe Marco can find it at brandonbeliso.com, uh, where, where I go through all of this, the whole birthday experience. And so then I thought about creating games and drills, and, and it's even written in the script. Where can we highlight and spotlight this kid? Where can this kid be the star of the show? Where can this kid, because you know, what is that parent doing? Videoing? and taking pictures. And if every picture, every video, they've got a highlight and spotlight of their kid, that's, that's Disney. That's a magic moment that they're gonna cherish forever. And you're gonna plant that seed for them. We've had people do birthday parties here three, four years in a row at both locations because it's such an experience they will not get anywhere else. Anywhere else, anywhere else. And that's why, you know, if we're going to do birthday parties again, we've changed their mindset. We won't do two in one day, we'll do one. Because that was one of the most horrible experiences, how they rush us out and people aren't ready to go. They're just not. They're just not. So as we're rethinking, and again, we always want to produce a better product, a better experience, we're looking at that now. Right now we're looking at that. How can we make that better? Hey, what's Adam Parker? Empower martial arts across the pond all the way in England. Cool. For those of you sitting up in the eye in the sky, do say hello. Put in your name. Tell me where you're tuning in from, and I would be a grateful soul. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have questions about birthday parties, please feel free to share them with me. I'll be grateful to answer all of your questions. Cool? All of them. Absolutely. So let's kind of go through the what we've learned up to this point. Okay. You walk through the front door. Somebody greets you. We hope you unload the car, right? Music's already playing in the room. We're set up for dodgeball right away, and we have one facilitator because there's nobody there yet. So our guy plays against all the kids until there's enough kids to put them into two teams, right? 
And then, because nobody gets there all at the same time. And the other thing is we do maintain a greeter. So anytime somebody comes through that front door, guess what? We're right there. But even that's evolved because now we're sending out an invite in advance through an event in my studio. That mom will take that link and send it to everybody. That way she can get an accurate list of who's coming to the birthday, right? As well as, you know, we capture their waiver. So if we want to send something responsibly after the fact, we can. We can. But it's fundamentally, thank you for coming to Jimmy's birthday party, One Martial Arts. That's it. We keep it very basic, but now they have a direct line to us if they want to reach out for birthday parties of their own, martial arts classes, day camps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we will send a responsible email, you know, a week later saying, hey, did you know we have martial arts classes, birthday parties, camps, after school, et cetera, et cetera. Great. So we have a greeter at the front door because we want to put name tags on the kids. That was the other huge miss. Everywhere we go, nobody puts name tags on the kids. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But again, in the ability to highlight and spotlight the other kids, the event coordinator who's on a microphone running all the games, which is powerful because you don't get that at the bouncy house, the play structure plays, the trampoline place. The kids just run amok. Then they're herded in a room. They eat pizza and cake and get the hell out. No, we want to create an experience where that child is interacting with their friends. There's lots of magic moments, et cetera, et cetera. So if we use that floor on a microphone, music playing, everybody's got name tags. We can do that because no, nothing more People want to hear than their own name. Now, it may not be my birthday party, but to hear my friend's name and all that, the other parents there are just engaged. I'm on my phone doing this thing. Oh, did you just call my kid's name? Oh, what's going on there? Hey, let me take a picture. Tick, tick, tick. Let me post that social media. My kid's breaking a board. Okay? And we used to make it where you paid for boards, $2 a board. It's included now. There's no, there's no option. Everybody gets to break a board. Right? So that's a big one. So throughout that, so once everybody's here and we finish dodgeball, then we immediately roll into different games. And what are the best games, right, that kids love? Kids love zombie tag, right, is a big one. And, and again, just do, do your homework. Do your research. It's out there, right? Zombie tag's a big one. Uh, the sled pulls, oh, that's a big one with parent time. When the parents can pull the kids on the little sleds that we create with the white belts and the big kicking shields, that's a big one. Kids love battle, and battle's a great one because, you know, we set up the two pads. You stand up there with uh, the padded stick, right? We make sure the kid does it with, you know, their mom or their dad. And one of the highlights we do, which is kind of fun, we get mom and dad up on the battle and, and they battle each other. And we make jokes, you should have this at home, et cetera, et cetera. Anytime you can go beyond just the kid and highlight the family members, the mom and dad and the siblings, that's uber, uber powerful. Cool? And then after that, everybody's here, we do 20 minutes of family time. After that, we'll go to some other games, some fun focus games, break some boards. Now, here's the kicker that people don't do. They don't do, they don't do. After we break that board, before everybody goes in the back, we do a group photo. Nobody does that. It's up to the parent to organize that, right? No, 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 no. It is up to you to organize that. And so then we do that picture, a group picture. And we do a fun one, a smiling one, a silly one. They do all of it. Then the kids line up, and before they ever get back here, they hit hand sanitizer. We've always done that, even before the pandemic. And the reason I say this, because I was a DJ. A lot of people don't know this. 
from the age of about 18 until about my early 30s, I worked for that owned my own DJ company. And I did over 1,500 weddings in my career. And that's the truth. And the thing I was, as the DJ, I was the coordinator. I would go to the, you know, food and beverage person. You know, what's your agenda? Salads go down at this time. Main course goes down at this time. We cut the cake at this time. Okay, it all matches the bride's itinerary. I would introduce the bridal party when they come through the room. I would introduce the best men at the toast. I would introduce the first dance, the father-daughter dance. I would, you know, manage uh, the cake cutting, all of it. So I recognized that that key person who ties the photographer, the videographer, the caterer, brings them all together is super valuable. So I brought that same element to the birthday party. We coordinate, we lead, we dictate the tempo all from the event coordinator at the birthday party. Again, you don't get that at your average kid's birthday. So is it now becoming a premium service? Yes, it is. And that's the point I'm trying to make. People said, right now, before the pandemic, we were charging $5.50 for a basic two-hour party for 24 kids, and we we're charging $6.50 for a uh, Nerf Blaster party. Well, guess what? We're probably going to start somewhere between the, the neighborhood of seven and 800. And again, we never did a single advertisement for our birthday parties. It was all word of mouth. And we were booked an average of nine birthday parties per location. Do the math on that. Nine birthday parties per location times $700. That's $6,300 a month times that by two. We're now up to $12,600 times that by another 12. You're up around $145,000 minus expenses. The school's still going to walk away with about 90K. You feel me? I mean, this goes on and on. So, and that's, that's not a bad additional service. But that brings me to my next part in relationship to that. I think the worst thing you could do is burn out your core staff by having them do birthday parties on a Saturday. So hire an additional staff. Now, when we opened up Millbrae back in 2000 and we're coming up on five years, so 2017, somewhere in there, like that, I did every birthday party. And that all just came out. We weren't doing birthday parties at all, really. But it came out of taking my kid to that one karate school and then going, this sucks. This royally sucks. And then I said, well, you know, I understand our industry tells us do birthday parties, do birthday parties, do birthday parties. But if I'm going to do a birthday party like that, where my whole purpose is to get trials and leads, I'm not doing them. But then I sat about because my wife is very big on memories. So we did some really elaborate birthday parties for our kids. Like when my daughter turned one and my son turned one, you do a thing, because my wife is Chinese, called a red egg and ginger party. And we had freaking 400 people at a Chinese banquet. And I'm going, my one-year-old will never remember this, but my wife will. So you want to take that into consideration when you cultivate this. So as we began to create a birthday party, we recognized that it could become a premium service but it has to be a premium product. Make, make sense? It, premium product, premium price, Apple philosophy. Premium product, premium price. Cool? So please be mindful of that. Um, let me take a look at your questions. Nobody's got any questions today? Uh, you make some very valid points. So many school owners don't get results because they fail to give the quality experience. Yep. Adam Parker says, I can't see it. I click on it, it says insufficient permissions. I'm not sure what that's in reference to, Marco. Can, can you take a look at that for Adam Parker, sir, and fix that, please? 
Sorry about that, Adam. Whatever that might be, sir. Mish. What's up, Mish? I see Mish is there. I see Jason's there. I'm trying to see all these comments. They're just rolling by really fast. Marco, Rebecca, Adam, Ashton, Richard Hackworth. Hey, sir. What's happening, Richard? First time I'm seeing you there. Do you have a checklist for creating a quality experience? Yeah, Marco, maybe maybe somebody can find that. You know, I, I know I have a simple e-learning product on, on the birthday, but you, you know what it is, Richard? I just did a... Uh, show this morning called Heroes Rising. And they were asking me, you know, what are the three keys to success? And one of the keys I mentioned was critical thinking or common sense. All right, let me elaborate on that a little bit. So critical thinking or common sense is being systematically bred out of people now, okay? It's being bred out because I can simply go, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, right? That's, look at my, both my Apple devices are freaking out. So. Nobody has to think things through, Richard. Nobody has to open up their eyes and go, huh, that makes sense. Because it doesn't. The process of critical thinking, the process of common sense is being bred out of us because we're so dependent upon smartphones, our computers. I don't need that smartphone to teach me I'm smart. I can figure that out on my own. And that's where the empowerment of being an entrepreneur, a small business owner, really will make or break you. So when you talk about that checklist for creating a quality experience, just stop for a moment and ask yourself that question, right? Is this creating a quality experience or not? And what would common sense tell you, right? In the old days, first night you came into our school, you're a white belt, we would make sure we planted a sidekick into your ribs. And if you came back the next day, you got to train with us. You were worthy of us. That's not a good experience. So common sense would tell me, don't do that. In my papa's school, which he's been around for over 50 years, you show up late for a class, you sit in the corner like this in a horse stance, and you wait until the instructor embarrasses you and allows you in the class you know, for being late. That's not a good experience, right? I know a school that if you forget your belt, he has a frozen pink belt that he soaked down in water, and he keeps it in the refrigerator frozen. So if you don't bring your belt to class, you have to wear this wet white belt, this wet pink belt. I don't know why it's pink. It sounds pretty chauvinistic to me. This pink belt, and then as it thaws out, everything you got on gets wet, and it's cold. I mean, none of that is a memorable experience. Well, it is, but it's a traumatic one, right? So when we talk about creating those experiences, and I know I'm going off a little bit on a tangent, Richard, um, but I want to be mindful of that. If I want to truly be successful and happy in life, I need to get away from these devices. Now, as I shared, technology is not the foundation of my life or my business. Technology augments it. And once I reconcile that for my own personal development, then I'm in a much better position to leverage it. I can't tell you how many school owners I work with, ah, I can't learn that stuff, I'm too old for that. Ah. I'm 60 years old and I'm on the tip of technology. I study AI, I like think tanks, I dig all of it. All of it resonates with me on all levels, all levels, all levels. So I think it's the marriage of both. So yes, we do have a checklist. You know what? I even think the old, just the handout, 
is sitting in the disruptors, Richard. If you go to the disruptors, our group page, look under files. Look under files. Marco might be able to even find it and post the link for that file for birthday parties in there. So I want to get away from the word checklist. Let's take it out of the mix. What I want you to change that to is my quality experience process. Okay? My quality experience process, Richard, because I'm big on words. I love words, power words, empowering words. My daughter says that, trust my family out. I'll get hooked on a word and I'll say it for a couple of days. Like the other day was Archie, the sugar, sugar song by the Archies. And you remember that? Sugar, sugar, do, 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 do. Oh, honey, honey. And I just put it on every morning just for a minute before my kids go to school. And I'm challenging my daughter to a dance contest. You know, I'm just trying to get my family in a state and myself. So I'm big on that. And words will do that for me too. You know, honestly, I don't say it a lot live, but one of my favorite words is the F word. I think it's so universal. It's so universal, right? You can say it so many ways. It has so many different meanings. It's just cool, right? If something's really bad, ah, right? If something's good, ah, right? It's just, it, it's got so many emotional things to it. So I, I know that's a little off subject, but I want to say that with you. So Richard, yes, the document is sitting in Kids Love Life Skills. I mean, in, uh, it's sitting in the Disruptor Group. Oh, there it is. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good. The, the link's working now? Awesome. So please put your questions in there. And then, so going back to the staffing thing, you know, we use an outside staff. It doesn't have to be a bunch of black belts. And please don't make your team wear their karate uniform. Please. I remember when we were doing birthday parties in San Francisco, and I would always get that comment from my team. Sir. Do we have to wear our uniform? Yes, sir. Put your uniform on. We're a karate school. Da, 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 da. And this went on for months. I, I would even think at the time with my narrow-mindedness, it probably went on for years, right? And then finally, I get it. What the team was saying is this birthday party has nothing to do with the martial arts we teach. And there's a huge disconnect when wearing my karate uniform at a freaking kid's birthday party and wearing my uniform when I teach a class. And we've recognized that. So when we do outside events, unless it's the demo team, we wear a one martial arts t-shirt with black sweats. If we're in a booth doing cotton candy, a one martial arts t-shirt, black sweats. If we're doing a birthday party or a parents' night out, one martial arts t-shirt, black sweats. And what we've seen from that is we really create this separate type of product. So when people walk in and they now see the same guy in his uniform with his black belt looking all slick like a superhero, it's a totally different interaction, a totally different response. So that separation is real, real important. Because when I grew up in the martial arts, we were never, ever allowed to wear our uniform and belt outside the school in public, ever. But the only time I got to do that was Halloween because we were really poor. We had no money to buy costumes. So I was the Karate Kid every freaking year before there was even the Karate Kid. But other than that, there's no way. To this day, you will never see me unless I'm doing a demo out there in my karate uniform and, and a belt. Simply, it'll never happen.
It never, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever. But you'd be amazed, like when we do It's Time Live, and we have one coming up August 13th through 16th. I'll bring people in like Dave Kovart to do instructor's boot camp, who's the guy in the front row in his uniform with the black belt. Me. And that's just me. Because I understand what martial arts is for me, but I also know how to utilize that and leverage that to the best of our ability. Um, but again, leveraging technology, I think, is really, really important. Let's see. Any other questions in there? You got it, Richard. Hey, Herman. What's up, Herman? What's up, sir? How are you? And I see a lot of people sitting up there in the eye in the sky. Say hi, man. Hang out with us. Be, be part of this collective because it's just so much fun, right? And we have a lot of fun doing what we do. So what are some of your questions? We still got a few minutes. I want to make sure, you know, I haven't been very good about leaving room for questions. Somebody put a couple of questions in there for me. And while we do that, put those questions in, uh, I'll have a little bit of maintenance. All right, so again, I want to thank my sponsors, my studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting, Market Muscles. Big kudos to you. Extra kudos to my studio who just partnered with USA Judo or Judo USA. Over 300, 300 different associates and affiliates. It's going to be powerful. But again, I love two of them. There's none more, de more deserving than two. They're good people. You know, their hearts are kind, and they really want to create a product for us that is amazing. Kids Love Life Skills, you need a kid's... Uh, character development system. Kids Love Life Skills, to me, is simply the best. Get it, get it, get it. Reach out to Marco Mazzola or, or Letitia Kraps. They'll help you out. LC Accounting, my sister's my, say, you know, my, my saving grace. And through the pandemic and everything else, I can't say enough. Her bookkeeping skills and, and her tenacity to go after things has been monumental. You know, I would even be so bold to say that without Letitia, I don't know if both my schools would have survived. And last but not least, Market Muscles. Stephen, I love you, sir. I wish I could spend more time with you. Good soul again. Just named, I think, the 54th fastest growing business in Virginia. Yeah, 187% growth rate. Just powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom is my one-on-one -on -one mentoring intensive. Talk to anybody. There's only a handful doing it. It's very intensive. Very intensive. And you, you know what I realized? I should charge more money for it. I was on a call today, you guys, when I did that show. This guy was charging $5,000 a day. And he'd spend eight hours with like eight executives and then do it again and do it again. And he did this for 72 days. And this guy made like over a million dollars something. It was just crazy. And, and he was smiling, man. This guy was smiling. That was a five grand a day. So I want to work myself up to that level. I'm going to work myself up to that level. But if you're ready for something real, real, hard work, hard work, hard work, because I will teach you to fish, you want to go to brandonblisa.com and check out wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. So who's coming to It's Time Live Believe, right? I was talking to Andre Mavis, and Andre may come and bring one of his guys, but Andre missed the last one because of the pandemic, and the one before that was virtual. But Andre, you know, we were discussing that we're doing it in August, which we've never done. Never, never, ever. So we have August 13th through 16th. So those of you already coming that are here are going to love this. So now guess what? We have the after-school vans free. They don't have to pick up after-school kids. We're going to take those vans and we're going to go other places. Why? Because the weather's better. So I know we all love our walk and the tree and all that, but I've got some killer spots that we can do some real good work outdoors that we're going to do. 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's, he says, and the weather's so much nicer in August. I said, yes, it is. So, you know, I'm big on environment and being outdoors, learning and growing together is real powerful, real powerful. Some, some, you know, real breakthroughs happen in those environments. And I'm real passionate about offering It's Time Live. And this one, Believe, August 13th through 16th. Scan that code. Take your phone out and scan it right now. Who scanned it? Put it in the comments. Scan, scan, scan. Do it. That's an example of technology, right? I thought QR codes were dead, and they're not. Through the pandemic, the touchless menus and all that, they're alive, they're well, and I highly recommend them. You know, I was doing a, a sandwich board sign for Lorenzo. He sent it over. It's got big-ass phone number, big-ass website. I said, Lorenzo, no, 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 no. We're getting rid of our phones. We don't even use phones anymore. All our communication is through the website, through the app. You know, people sign up through a QR code. When they walk through our door, they're already signed up for the trial. Our phone calls are far and few. It's a waste of money. We don't need all these phones, and it's a different time. It's just a different time. So scan the QR code, right? It's there. It's there. It's there. Um, I got a couple of gigs coming up. I'm going to be at the Cookie One event, and this is another, you know, first. It, it, it's a groundbreaking event. With my studio is uh, in partnership with Cookie One, and they're producing this gig, Fourth uh, of July weekend. It's all there. Look for the links. So I get to speak on that. You know, I was at Cookie One in Korea, and I was that to me again disruptive. I, I, from what I heard, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't want to quote anybody. I was the first martial artist that wasn't Taekwondo to go to speak at that event because they're a very close-knit group. So I was very humbled and honored. And then, of course, Bam Johnson and his wife, Kimber, are producing this entrepreneurial event for young people, uh, also on the East Coast, and that's happening the week before It's Time Live Believe. So I got these cool things coming up, and for that, I'm really blessed. I'm uber grateful, and I can only begin to express that enough how Blessed I feel every day, every day, every day. And those of you who are not part of the Disruptor Group, we'll, we'll put the link in there, get signed up for the Disruptor Group. Tons of files there. Somebody said there's hundreds of thousands of files of documents I've given away for free on processes, systems, mindset, birthday parties. It's all there. That, that's the reason alone to tell everybody and your grandmother to join the Disruptors to have access to those files. Coo, coo, coo. Coo, coo, coo. So, you have any questions before we wrap this up? Yep, Virginia, Muir Woods, right? I think so. I think so. That Muir Woods trip we did was awesome. Imagine if we took two van loads, Virginia. We took everybody, you know, that, that's in the 20-day, I mean, the 20 people for the four-day retreat. And we took them to Muir Woods. Oh, oh, yeah. So that's, you know, it's by coincidence. The reason we're doing August 13th through 16th, because I'm just wrapping up wisdom, and I thought it'd be a good springboard for them to wrap up the whole experience. But they're bringing their teams. It's going to be so cool. I mean, see, goosebumps, goosebumps, because I'm in love with that experience because I grow. And when it's a win-win where I can teach and learn and grow and just create some amazing relationships. Everybody that's ever been to one of my It's Time Live events, I'm friends with. They can call me anytime. They can ask me any question. And that's when you know you're doing good work. That's when you know you're doing great work. Cool? So It's Time Live, believe that's coming up. All right. So we're just about ready to wrap this thing up. Do we have any questions? Put them in, rock stars. You got anything for me? 
Virginia Sorensen from Journey Martial Arts. Yay, Virginia. Yep, Sensei Mish, I'm using QR codes on every flyer I make. And that's where we're at. We're getting bids right now to remodel, but fundamentally, if you can visualize this, because you know, the concept's not original. You go into the bouncy house place, there's a kiosk with all these iPads, you fill out the waivers so you can go in the bouncy house thing. Trampoline place, same thing. I watch two do it. You know, you go into two school, you know, his new prototype school, there's no front desk. All his other schools have front desk, this one does not you know, for encourage martial arts. And there's a kiosk and there's an iPad, right? And there's some brochures for takeaway. So what I saw there is you wanna make sure when they walk through the front door, they see, oh, there's gonna be excellent kids. It'll say three to five year old or pre-K and kinder. Below that will be a flyer on the wall that they can take, right? A takeaway. On that takeaway better be your schedule, better be the basic why of the program, better be, um, a way to scan to the app, QR codes for that, QR codes on that for the trial, and your prices. Because what do people want to know? What's your schedule? How much? That's it. And how do I sign up for a free trial? So that flyer has all of that. That's why it needed to be a two-page flyer. Um, if anyone's interested in that doc, I'll be happy to post a sample of it in the Disruptor group. Okay? But then you know what to do. So imagine if I come in and I don't want to take a flyer or do anything because I'm in a rush. I pull out my phone and go, zap. I zap this QR code, it takes me straight in so I can sign up for a trial that shows prices, schedule, and everything. Very cool? I think so. Very cool. So imagine you're going to have that. It'll say pre-K and kinder, youth karate 7 to 12, teen karate 13 to 17, adult karate, fitness kickboxing, after school. So it'll just be these little, little, you know, it's kind of think of like a great, um, I don't want to say Whole Foods or something like that, but where you can go in and see just fundamentally what the basic programs are. Now, I kind of did that on that one wall. You'll see it where you got the big posters, right, of each program. This is just a shrunk-down version of that where somebody simply walks through the door. Oh, there's that class. That's kind of cool. Oh, use karate, 7 to 12. Scan it with my phone. Oh, yeah, I'll take this, right? Because when they come in, I mean, how much foot traffic do we really get? We don't. We don't. Everybody who walks through our door is either there for a class or they've already signed up for a trial, right? I would say in a given week, and we're in high traffic areas, that someone coming in actually wanting information is, is not anything to justify having a front desk person. But you need to have a process in place, right? So people know if you, need, if you have a challenge, please text us through the app or email us at support at onemartialarts.com. And when... That admin gets there the next morning, fresh, cup of coffee, ready to go. She will look at your, your challenge or need and do a hell of a lot better job than somebody that's a 16-year-old kid sitting at your front desk, like a 24-hour fitness. Front desk is front desk. It's obsolete. It's really obsolete. It's really, it's, it's really obsolete. And it's still better. I'd rather them wait a day for the proper answer than me giving them a half-ass answer because I'm trying to get to the bathroom before the next class, right? Can I talk to you, sir? My kid, I would absolutely love to serve you. Can you please text us your need through the app or email us at support at onemartialarts.com and we will serve you well. So it is. We really are leveraging technology. It is not the foundation of our business. It is an augmentation of our business. Cool? So think about that. All right. Hey, great show today. Share this replay. We'll chop it up, clean it up. It'll be in the podcast. So if you get a chance and you want to listen to the back episodes of Success Never Sleeps or 
my mindful meditations. You know, I'm big on mindset. I facilitate a meditation workshop every night at 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But all of those are for the podcast as well. So mindful meditation, success never sleeps. All the episodes are there. Make sure that you check those out as well. Cool, cool, cool. Alrighty, folks. Thank you to everybody for being here today. I love you. I love you. And I love you some more. My name is Brandon Bliso. And until we talk again, folks, what are you going to go out there and do? What are you going to go out there and do? You're going to live your best, 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 I'm trying to get out of this, as you can see, life. Thank you, folks. <laughs>